0: Hello and welcome to another wonderful Friday with Speaking for Him. I'm Dan Van Zalen, and here's your host, Andrew Gomison. I'm grateful to be with you today, Dan, and I'm excited to share with you an interview that I did this uh, week as of this recording, I should say. Um, um, when you hear it, it'll be, it'll be a couple weeks in the future. Um, it's interesting, uh, Dan was telling me about this new podcast, WCSG Backstage, and they always joke about going back to the future on their podcast because they record ahead of time and all that stuff. And you record way way ahead of time. And I try to record way way ahead of time especially <laughs> as we draw into the fall and get prepared for the winter and that way we only have to record about once a month during the coldest part of the year which is which is definitely my jam because I like to do as much hibernation as possible. But we're getting a little <laughs> bit off track. This is true. But with the coming of fall and with the coming of the start of school, we have a new season at master Arts theater our twenty nineteen twenty twenty season is beginning our season of discovery and it's beginning with Anne of Green Gables the musical Ooh. now when I first saw this show about ten years ago i I was really skeptical because Anne of Green Gables is one of my favorites um I own the Megan Follows trilogy. I enjoy watching it on PBS during the telethons. And I try to watch the movies about once a year. Uh, that's how much I like it. So the fact that it was becoming a musical was caused me a little bit of consternation, but I actually really liked it. Ironically, I've it. never seen any and, of them. And now we're doing the play again 10 years later. And so the interview that you're about to hear is with... Um, Kathy Van Lopik, the director of this show. Now, I will, I will say right up front here that the audio quality leaves something to be desired. I do believe that uh, Dan Dan has fixed us up a little bit. So thanks for the work from the producer's chair. Um, and we will get to that in interview in just a moment. But first, Dan is going to read our quote of the day. Tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it yet. Anne of Green Gables. I really like this quote because um, Anne of Green Gables. If you know anything about her, she is prone to making mistakes. She lives life big. She comes up with all these fanciful things. Her imagination runs away with her. Like like one thing that she did in the book was she pretend she got it in her head that this woods by her house was haunted. Wee so so. She got it to the point where she started to believe it. And then Marilla sends <laughs> her on an errand through the haunted wood. And she almost, you know, she almost faints from fright because she has allowed her imagination to carry her away. But that is the type of person that Anne of Green Gables is. Um, and, but she did say another good quote of hers was, I never make the same mistake twice. I make a lot of mistakes but I never make the same mistake twice. So tomorrow is always fresh with no mistakes in it yet is a very good thing. And I think there's spiritual application too, because we all know what it's like to have a really bad day to feel beat up spiritually. And then God says, well, tomorrow's another day. Um, You can get another shot to do better. And I'm very thankful for that and for his grace. So with that being said, let's listen to this interview with Kathy Van Lopeck, about the coming musical, Anne of Green Gables, the musical. This is Andrew Gamson here once again with another uh, great interview from one of my favorite places, Master Arts Theater. We're gearing up for our 2019-2020 season, uh, Season of Discovery. And um, I'm liking the fact that we're starting to theme these seasons. It makes it, to me, even more... uh Exciting in some ways, and we're bringing back a play that we've done—we did a few years ago and of Green Gables: The Musical. Um, so, Kathy, Kathy Van Lopik, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank you, very much.
0: Eddie. Thank you so much. Um, can you uh, tell me how Master Arts came to decide to do this show? Because originally, uh, another one was slated. Is—is is that correct?
1: Yeah, it was a different uh, version, a different, mu- a different musical version of Andrew Greenblad. Unfortunately, um, what happened there was that particular musical, even though it had been done before, um, somewhere else, I believe it was before or something, I don't know exactly where, um, <clears throat> that, that particular musical wasn't really entirely complete. And, um, the lyricist and, um, the playwright and so, um, since had split up, uh, they were no longer a team. So, we really, we really had no way, basically, of getting the rights to do that one. Um, uh, so, it was just too, too technically complicated to try to...
0: Um, try to do that one. And there's too many, there's too much red tape
1: that we had to go through. And so if I, this one, which we had done before, like, well, it'll be, it'll be ten years that we had done it, ten years ago that we've done it before when this, uh,
0: open. So. Well, it's hard to believe that it's been ten years.
1: I, I know, and I've that... been, i I go after that, I was like, wow, I can't, I can't have this
0: new <laughs> That just shows how long we've been involved in Master Arts. You're uh, right, yes, yes. It, it feels like not too long ago and if I and if I remember correctly, the original time we did it was under special circumstances as well. So it's a pretty special musical for that reason. But yeah. talk to me about um, why you wanted um, to be involved in this musical. Well
1: it is it is one of my and it's one of my favorite stories, and it's many people's favorite stories, it's one of my favorite stories. I, of course, I've never read the book, per se, but um, I'm very familiar with the uh, TV series that has done uh, Megan Follows, and, 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 and just um, really loved that show, and so I had an opportunity um, many years ago, it probably would have been, you know, um, or so years ago to go to Prince Edward Island. And um, they this particular musical that we're doing now that we had done 10 years ago, they do that every summer. Um, run the entire summer on Prince Edward Island. Um, and I had the opportunity to see this particular musical there and just um, really enjoyed it and just thought it was very special. And I thought it was very much cashews Mm-hmm. the story uh, and it, um, the engagement The that most of us really is So, um, so, yeah, we, ten years ago, we, we had to replace music a couple times because we couldn't get the right to it. As you said, there was some complications ten years ago and I suggested this one then, um, we did it through Samuel French, which, of course, is a reputable, um, publishing companies, and, um, I suggested the winner because I said it's a very familiar story, and it's, this particular musical is very well done, it very much, um, captures the story of Anderson being dealers. So that's what I decided at Penn, and then when <clears throat> we, um, couldn't really get the right to this different Anderson being musical, um, they suggest, well, let's, let's, let's do that again. And well, by all means, it's to be fantastic. Can go, you want know, to do that again? So, so that's pretty much how we got to this point. <laughs> doing it as an opener for our
0: season of discovery this year. So, well, there's always a, it. there's always adventures in theater. Um, a lot of them happen <laughs> once you hit the stage, and sometimes they happen before you hit the stage. So, right, that's right. just in the some, nature of the
1: only some of the acts.
0: Yes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the cast that you're working with?
1: Yeah, we um, um we have actually we have a couple people from uh, the cast when we had done it ten years ago. Um, Rob Lamer and his wife Carol Lamer um, were in it ten years ago as part of our ensemble. However, this in this. Uh, time around, Rob is playing Matthew Cuthbert, the beloved Matthew Cuthbert, this time, and um, his wife, Carol Lamer, is playing the, the unforgettable Rachel Lynch.
0: Oh my, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so um that's, that's quite exciting, um, cause they were very excited to be part of it as well, cause they had that first time, and they really enjoyed it. Um, other than that, our cast, and time around. Um, but they're all very excited to be part of it. We, um, they're all very talented, even though our um, our school children are actually quite young. Um, I think our youngest is she's ten years old. Um, but it ranges from ages ten the school children ages range from age ten through I believe it's fifteen or sixteen. So they're relatively young, I've been pushing them, but they have wonderful voices and they're just very talented, um, both musically and um, and uh as far as acting is concerned, which is great to work with. The adults too um, are having a lot of fun. Um, we have some again extremely talented musically. Um, people in the cast, especially the women, a lot of them have music the background, so, um, but everybody is just really and really excited,
0: um, about the story, because, you really like the story of a music as well, so. That is exciting. Uh, can you yeah. tell me about, uh, who you have playing Anne? I didn't recognize the name when I read the cast list. Can you tell me a little yeah, bit I about really,
1: her? Um, I wish she's new, to not sure I I I I wanted to um she yeah, she's new, to a research theater. Actually <laughs> she's um it's kinda of funny, she's the third Anne that we uh cast. We um we had originally planned on casting um uh, another young woman as who was a little bit older, she was actually college age. Um but she contacted us did well, we even had a chance to cast her and said she just, you know, she, college, but she really couldn't, um, really couldn't do it. Um, so then went to another lady who had also auditioned and very impressed with her voice. Again, she was, um, college age, um, and we had offered her the part. She had accepted but unfortunately, something came up with her as well, and So we had to go and look back to, you know, all of our auditionees. I'm not sure if that's actually the word, but, um, and we had realized that Aliana um, Gonzalez, who we had cast as Joseph Tarn, actually, um, we went looking back to um, our audition notes and, and realized that she uh, has a wonderful voice. Animated the journey um, as well. And she, she was doing um, uh, great uh, at the beach, She was just high. Um, so then we we looked at her again and said, you know, she would be a really good aunt. So as she's been very excited. And, and she's just been wonderful. She's just taken it along and, and done wonderful things with it. So... Very excited about that. But yeah, I I believe this is her first time as a military student. She's a
0: high school student. um, So she's been in in play with her high school. But um, this is her first time as a military student. So let me tell you about that as well. Uh, That uh, is exciting how she went from. uh being uh, Josie Pye to being put into the role of Anne kind of reminds me of when my brother was in Little House on the Prairie, which I believe you directed him in. Uh, he uh, was going to be an Indian and he had his head all shaved and uh, yeah. you hadn't picked a paw. So eventually you came around to him and asked him to do it. And then he had to try to grow his hair back as quickly as possible to make it look convincing to be pa. So Fortunately, he Again. didn't have to wear a wig, but that's one of those memories that I'll never forget. Especially yeah. since I got a sister-in-law Again, out I didn't, of the deal, I didn't, so. That that <laughs> the theater. you know, like
1: theater, you just have to be extremely
0: aggressive
1: in theater. Especially being in theater, so. Yeah, no, I know. Yeaah, now that you mention it, I, I, I thought about that. But you, should, you never know. You never so, know. You can get cast in one part, and you get bumped up.
0: So, yeah, th- th- there's a lot of exciting things that go into the back side of theater, but uh, we're, we're very excited about Anne of Green Gables, and I will be there on September 28th for the matinee, but could you fill us in on the rest of the run and how to get tickets and all of that? Well, um, we opened September
1: 12th, and we run through uh, October five and performances are Thursday, Friday, Saturday evenings, uh at seven thirty. And then we also have Saturday matinees at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, to get tickets you can go you can either call that standard at four five five one zero zero one and get tickets that way, or you can go to the website, um, and you can just purchase which is ticket right after off their as well. So, um, you know, if that, like I said, if, you know, that um, for some reason you're not able to do that, feel free to call. Box office hours are between 9 and 4. Mm-hmm. Um, so, call during that time if you want to actually speak to a live person. Um. Those are, yeah, basically the two ways to get tickets
0: all right and as this podcast goes up you'll have about three weeks uh or so or maybe a little bit more to get your tickets uh, before a show opens so um just make sure that you hop on the website and do that and get that taken care of so that you can join us for the first show in our season of discovery um i know this has always been a special story to me I've read the series like three times, and I own the Megan Follows trilogy. It's just been something that I've always enjoyed, and there will be no and that can stand up to Megan Follows no matter how much they try to remake it. But I know that you will enjoy this production nonetheless, and I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for sitting down to talk with us, Kathy.
1: You're very welcome. Thank
0: you. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Uh, and there you have uh, my interview with Kathy Van Lopik of, uh, who is directing Master Arts Theaters, Fall 2019, uh, 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 edition of Anna Green Gables, the musical. And, uh, we're very excited to be bringing that to the stage. Again, just to review some of the, uh, information that she mentioned, the show will run from September 12th to October 5th with Thursday night, Friday night, and then Saturday matinee and evening performances all of those weekends. And tickets are on sale now. Um, and as of the weekend of this posting, you'll have about three weeks or maybe a little bit more to get those tickets purchased and so that you can join us for the beginning of this season of Discovery. And so I hope to see many of you out at the theater um, to see this wonderful production. And I will also take the time before I end today to let you know that the next, um, show will be Christmas at Pemberley. And I have the privilege of assistant directing that show. And oh, so dear. I will be having a conversation with the director from the theater, uh, shortly after we've complete, uh, the casting process and begin rehearsals. So that will come out um, sometime toward the end of September or beginning of October, that particular uh, podcast episode. Don't overwork um, yourself. But at this point, I just want to encourage you to get your tickets, come and enjoy this show with us, and uh, have a great day and a great weekend, and keep serving the best of Master's.